Okay, we are going to have a civilized talk of why the second to last episode of Yashahime had no payoff, had no stakes, and didn't make a lick of sense. I'm Annie. I'm Minty. And this is Fun Untitled, where we serve every podcast with an FU. So Yashahime episode 47, the second to last episode of at least season 2. There cannot be a season 3. Absolutely not. I mean, just to sum up real fast, this whole episode was the girls... Well, okay, the first minute was Riku dying to the point when Minty was like, did you skip something? Because that's what this episode made you feel like. That you missed 10 episodes of build-up to give a shit about the climax. Because it was so like out of the blue, you're just in it all of a sudden. I mean, I know you, we see Rion and Riku go into the Grim Butterfly, but I'm like, I thought Riku was here to save Rion, not save Toa. Toa didn't really need saving. I mean, she just needed to fight a little better. See, my problem was Riku thought the only way I can save Toa is to pretend I stabbed Toa. Then when Kirin Sensei's guard is down, I will attack him. He will slash me down and Toa will like cut through and kill Kirin Sensei using my body as coverage. And it's like, that's the most messed up thing anyone could do to another human being. And you're telling me that's her love interest? To just kind of use him as chop liver? I don't know. The dire situation, I guess. I mean, who really gives a fuck about what happens to Riku? I I'm always confusing their names for some reason. Like, I always want to keep saying Rion when I mean Riku. Like, what really made me like Riku and Toa other than they were nice to each other, Riku was a giant simp, and Toa fell hard after, like, two days? I don't know. There's some hetero comp shit that, like, he was a boy, she was a girl. She's masculine, he's feminine. Can you make it any more obvious? I know I said before, I wish Shishomu and Rin's love romance was more elaborated on when Rin was an adult and not a child, and that point was kind of just move it's you know we just have to accept that but damn Yashihime you needed to work on at least the main character's love interest and their romance I have a question after this episode is Toa the main character yes question mark I mean with this episode having such a heavy focus on Rion and I was like I I didn't think this was gonna happen I didn't think the focus was ever on Rion I thought she was this side character but now I was like it was all up to her really to like finish everything yeah I mean like after Riku dies the whole episode is just basically Rion and Kyo and Mario kind of just reconciling and they both die. Which was weird, right? Like a lot of things ended up being like, the final conclusion is that Rion loved Kyo and Mario, but it's like nothing led to this. I mean, except like the one time she didn't stab him, but I was like, okay, nothing led to that either. Cause it's like, <laughs> here's my thing. I never thought Rion hated her father. I thought Rion just had to kill him because Kyo and Mario was batshit crazy and she wanted to protect all everything she loved. I didn't think Rion was ever going to kill him him maliciously. I never got an inkling that she hated him and we needed this catharsis. I mean, whether she hated him or not is not the question. It was just basically she had to kill him, but she didn't want to. And it's like, why? Why did it start from you wanting to kill him to you wanting to reconcile with him? And the Kirin Mari versus Shishomaru was the most disappointing thing I've ever seen. That was really the final battle climax, which is one, weird that did not involve one of the girls. Two, was poorly animated. The whole, like, human thing did not make any sense and then like they didn't transform into demons. Like, the whole point was supposed to be to drop the human facade and be demons and fight like demons but then they didn't become demons. I like how Kieran Mori's like I'm dropping my human facade and his arm turned into a demon. Like where's my kaiju battle? I know Shishomaru has a dog form. Yeah and his left arm. Kieran Mori sorry I got Kieran sensei confused. Kieran Mori should have turned into a giant demon like how the dad you know the corpse was. They can't animate that. It's too much in the budget. I guess not. But that we didn't 
didn't save money for the last episode, the last battle. What did we use the money for? That was that one money shot. I think it was when Toa cut one of the strings of faith, which is like weird that she can do it because it's like, then what is Setsuna there for? That's another thing. Setsuna's her so-called power-up pisses me off. It basically is a spear that tells her what to do. Like, you gotta cut that. I'm gonna throb, you gotta cut that. It's like, great power-up spear, uh, you know, lance, what is that? A naginata. Great power-up, naginata. I just got a naggy weapon who just gives me vague hints of how to defeat the main bad guy. You're basically Navi. It doesn't even kill the bad guy. It just makes him feel better. I asked you, when she cut the thread of fate between Weon and Q and Mario and they both went to, I don't know, hell together, I was like, wait, why did we cut the thread? They're just going together. Yeah, that was weird. What, what was the contention? Because I thought originally it was so that Q and Mario didn't have a connection with Weon and couldn't watch her anymore. But now it's like, is, is it supposed to mean that like she cut the thread so that independently they each both wanted to be with each other still and they're not like forced to through a thread of faith? Maybe, but I'm just like, it still doesn't add up to this point. See, I'm so confused how to fix Yashihime because the last second last episode didn't have any stakes. Like this butterfly could have been continuously killing all these useless demon fodder and I wouldn't give a shit. But like, I don't know what to do. You introduce Rion and Riku early, you establish a connection with them. I just couldn't get emotionally attached to the girl who should have been dead and the guy who was leading out for the last five episodes. I think it's funny that almost like every 20 episodes they introduce like a worse character. It goes from like Riku to Zero to Kirinmaru to Rion to Kirin Sensei. Each character gets a little worse than the last one that was worstly introduced. You think it was weird when Rion was like, oh, you liked seeing me smile and I smiled because when I sm smiled, you smiled, but I would voice myself to smile. Like I didn't really... Yeah, okay, that was like a web of like backtracking and going for it and I was just like, wait, the cause and effects don't make sense. The logic between the two don't make sense. Because Kim and Mario was always working to see Rion smile, but Rion was like, I bitch, I never actually like smiling. I was in a depression. Right, like, like she didn't like anything. Okay, it starts off with like, she likes her father being strong. So she smiled, but then that was a fake smile. So then when Kimaru lost, then she just stopped smiling altogether. And then he's like, well, what the fuck do I do? And now I feel bad for Kimaru because honestly, he did get a lot of mixed signals. Okay, you know when Rion decided I will never smile from this day forward because my father was in danger and he almost died against Toga. Why did they do a weird fade effect of her going from stoic number one to stoic number two? Because it's cheaper to do a fade effect than add three scenes. Now here's the thing. You could have just done a jump cut. It wasn't that much of a difference. The only reason why it was a difference is, is because you took the second to fade transition. There's a lot of questionable things happening in this episode. Adam, if someone told you to fix Yashihime's ending, what would you have done? Because I honestly think this is un, you know, fixable. I think that if it had to be this way, like not taking out like or changing too much from the past, I just think the whole Rion and Kirin Mario relationship should have been stronger or should have made more sense of what happened because I still think kind of Rion's like a half demon because they still never explained why she never hated the half demon that killed her or why she didn't end up hating half demons in general. And, and it's like one of the mysteries from like the last episode that they brought up so it's like okay so the conclusions in this episode like you have to pay something off I see the doing the whole modern anime needs gray villains I want Kim Mar to just be a batshit crazy villain like Naraku was a little bit gray because he was doing this all for Kikyo technically but in the end he was batshit crazy no yeah I, I believe Naraku is just pure evil even the whole Onigumo thing I think Onigumo was evil so Naraku was evil and it tainted the Shikon Jewel 
So I just really wish Kiyomori would just none of this Leon crap. I don't care. Let's learn to not forgive our fathers. Like if my daddy ever gave me a sword and the, the whole purpose of that sword was to get to my little brother, I would never forgive him. <laughs> I, when there's a hero and a protagonist, they either have to be foils or parallelisms. And they just didn't really have either except that there was like a vague father-daughter relationship. But besides them having a father-daughter relationship, there wasn't really anything to any of them. So you couldn't really compare or contrast the relationship because then it just really focused on them individually but they still tried to connect it to the dads but they never let the dads really play a role in each other's lives because really as we saw there was a lot of back and forth you know the girls had no agency did they in their own story the three half demon yashihimes who was in the shikanjo prophecy neither demon nor human they're like they mostly just react to everything sure yeah i know you can argue maybe inuyasha was really didn't have much agency it was him reacting to naraku but I think Inuyasha just did it a little bit better because... A little bit. They did it a lot okay, they better. Did it, I just mean the agency factor. Okay. Because at least like Inuyasha ran out to try to get his sword stronger. You know, he was like, I gotta get that dragon skill. Like, I gotta keep looking for Naraku. Meanwhile, the girls is like, alright, um, an old Inuyasha NPC told me to go here. Yeah, that was a little annoying. Because like, Inuyasha, I need to defeat Naraku. The girls. I think we want to save our mom. In the beginning, we didn't give a shit. But suddenly, we started giving a shit halfway through. And in the last episode, they'll probably add more stuff with them bonding or whatever. And then people think there's going to be a season 3 because they said never-ending adventure or a new adventure waits. No, that's what they... Well, okay, I was going to say that's what they ended with fairy tale, but then the 100-year quest came out, so... Maybe people are right. Maybe there's going to be a third season. We're just going to have to kill ourselves for another half a... It's like half a year doing Yashahime. Like, the first time we did it, we didn't know what was going into it. And then the second time, I was like, there was hope and glimmer that was going to get better. And then it's just like, no, just, just that everything it got really bad at the end of season two like season one was okay it was more bland but season two is just bad and like unbearable like i don't even like watching it anymore even with the old cast i mean like the last scene was very cute when you see like these family pictures of everyone but beyond that i could just see that in like a single illustration and with that hopefully you will join us for the last episode of yashihimi next week or us in tears because there's a season three and they're gonna bring back naraku's next gen that'd be kind of cool okay goodbye